The Charlie, I call him Charlie's, the confidence informants said that the younger brother, Oscar, he points to 45, he brags, he said, they call me the king of the heroin down here in Mexico. I take care of the heroin. My brother, Oligario, he's the one they call the king of cocaine. Quote, this was an interesting book, easy to read with the dangers of drugs and the investigation. I took away not to trust our government. We should do everything to stop using drugs, stop our children from using, because only a few really care. Money controls the border, drugs control the border, and the users are victims. End quote. Sandy McGuire. Evil men don't understand justice. That's the focus of this podcast series. In this episode, Larry talks about his confidential informants, how the Maras say the CIs could not be DEA. In the mid-1990s, two confidential informants that I trust and they trust me. It took me quite a while to develop these guys because I had to get into this organization. I had to target these brothers you've got to go to the top. I didn't have time to work from the bottom and go from all the way up. Chances are you'll never get that close. But I'm very fortunate as a drug enforcement agent. I was given all these resources to do that, but I had to be careful of the corruption that I was dealing with along the Southwest border. The DEA telling me, so Larry, you can't get these brothers. Even though they tried to kill two DEA agents and they were aware of Kiki Camarena been tortured, they're political connected, these brothers are. They bragged about their connections with CIA, their connections with politicians. Who? I know El Pastor, the senator, as I mentioned, state, from all information I get, he was not involved in drug trafficking, but he was involved talking to him about agriculture business down in Mexico. Both confidential informants were not Mexicans. They were from Colombia. My informant, Pedro, I call him Pedro. The other second informant was his bodyguard. His name was Inano. Actually, I call him Angelito, the little angel. There was so much going on at that time, those two confidential informants called me and said, Larry, then they called me Agent Harden, never, because on the phone when they're talking to me, I wouldn't call me Larry or Lorenzo in Espanol, because I don't want someone over here that they're talking to me and mention my name. In the book, I explain exactly what took place and what happened when they were down in Mexico. It was three days later, they called me. I was worried about them. I said, what happened to you guys? We met in Yuma, Arizona, and we talked. I was by myself. He told me they were in the house, a house that looks like the White House, a miniature scale down the house of Oligario Maras. Women coming and going, but yet the brothers kept telling the two confidential informants, they were DEA agents. They point guns at both of them. Across the street is another White House. Identical, beautiful, scaled down of the White House of Washington, D.C. Two homes that looked like the White House. They're in San Luis, Sonora, Mexico, a dirt town. They had guards all over the place protecting their two houses. So they kept them in that house almost three days. 
Ole Aguirre points a gun at both of them and says, we know you both are not DA agents because you can't have sex with young girls. You can't do dope. So we know that you're not DEA agents. It's hard to believe, but it's the truth. We're the ones that know what's going to go cross into the United States. Those brothers bragged. I mean, they bragged about their niece. She's an American citizen. At that time, they call them Immigration Naturalization Service. They bragged about their nephew. They bragged about people in the law enforcement community in Yuma, in the United States, and they got members of their family all over the United States, going to law school, got their own business. There are police officers that are lawyers. This is the cartel. Their job was to take care of the gate, San Luis, Sonora, Mexico. I hope you get an opportunity to know exactly from my eyes what I've seen. It'd be incredible that if I can project the things I have seen, because you just can't believe it. It makes me so disappointed in the politicians that I knew, that I looked up to. It's sad, because it's happening today. Think about it. This is the end of this episode of Evil Men Don't Understand Justice. We hope you will join us again next week for more true stories from Larry and Randy. You may also enjoy Larry's other books, Fighting My Greatest Enemy, Myself, Home is Never the Same, and Life's a Journey Between Heaven and Hell. These books can be found at pathofthedevil.com or larryrayharden.com.